الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى عليه صلاه واحده صلى الله عليه بها عشرا او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مستقبل الزنالز mothers and sisters tonight again is the night of jumuah and a very great night a very auspicious night unfortunately this great night is not given the due greatness that it deserves it's taken very very casually very lightly we have discussed in passing the importance of this great night the night of jumuah and the fact that there's so much of multiplied rewards for the amal that are performed in this time this itself shows how great this occasion is and then rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself has encouraged us to encouraged us to encouraged us to increase our salawat our recitation of durood sharif upon rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam on a jumuah this too is a testimony that this is not just an ordinary night it's a very very great night but but because this comes every week like many things that are in abundance it's taken for granted so likewise compared to the occasions that come once in a while because this occasion comes every week it is taken for granted and sometimes there's no regard for it whatsoever and allah forbid sometimes it becomes even a situation where some people reserve the jumuah for things that they don't even do other other times of other times of the week those wrong wrongs and vices and vices and sins which many people refrain from many other days of the week they end up doing it on a jumuah how tragic this is and how severe this is that that night which should have been dedicated for even greater ibadat even more recitation of salawat and durood sharif upon rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but that is the night that then gets becomes occupied in all these various things that a person wasn't even doing at other times of the week so this is indeed a very tragic situation very sad so we need to revive this importance of jumuah in our lives and not just on an odd an odd occasion but this should become part and parcel of our daily routine that whenever the day of jumuah comes our weekly routine that we give it special consideration special regard we dedicate time for additional recitation of durood sharif 
we dedicate time for more ibadat. In this way, we will be able to, inshallah, reap tremendous rewards. And in this way, we will be able to give due regard, or some regard, if not due regard, some regard for this great occasion. Otherwise, Allah forbid, this too becomes a matter of not giving appreciation for this great na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. If we consider at the moment the masajid are close to us, the Haramain Sharifain are empty, so we will have very various theories about it. What is the reason and who has been the cause of it closing up? But in any case, while all those things would be analyzed and the theories will be stated, etc. One angle to think about it is that these things, and this is a reality, these things happen due to not giving due regard and not appreciating these bounties of Allah Ta'ala. Bounties of Allah Ta'ala. The Haramain Sharifain, what tremendous disrespect takes place in the Haramain Sharifain. People are conducting themselves sometimes in the Haramain Sharifain like as if they are in some party atmosphere. They are somewhere in some place where they don't have any understanding and consideration of where they are. So this is unfortunately the way things carry on. People talk anyhow. They do not give any regard to the sanctity of the Mubarak places. And this is going on on a gross scale, on a very, very general note, this is the condition. So now when this is the situation, then Allah forbid this becomes the result thereafter, that that ni'mat gets taken away. So now it requires tremendous tawbah, tremendous istighfar, begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, and pledging to conduct ourselves correctly, inshallah, with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala, these na'mas will be returned to us. Likewise, the masjid, so much of disrespect to the masjid, and so much of disregard to the masjid. The muazzin calls out to come to the masjid, but how many people really do answer that call at the time of fajr? How many are there? What is the comparison to fajr and the other salahs? What is the comparison to fajr and the juma salah? Unfortunately, there has been this gross disregard and this becomes the end result. So nevertheless, coming back to the discussion that we're talking about the day of Jumu'ah, the night of Jumu'ah, we should be increasing our recitation of salawat upon Rasulullah wasallam. There are so many virtues of this Guru Sharif. One Hadith Sharif, it was just recited just now, which is now, which is repeated every time that the discussion of Guru Sharif comes, that Allah Ta'ala, the person who recites one Guru upon Rasulullah wasallam, Allah Ta'ala sends down ten blessings upon him. So the favor is really upon ourselves. Rasulullah wasallam, he has been exalted to the highest position that any creation has ever been given. No angel can even come close to that level that Nabi wasallam has been blessed with. And all the Anbiya, as great as their status and position is, they cannot come to that point. 
So, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we don't do him any favor by reciting Guru Sharif. It is just a token of our appreciation. And it is a mark of our respect. And at the end of the day, the favor is upon ourselves. In this regard is one Hadith Sharif that is mentioned where Rasulullah states that Inna lillahi ta'ala malaikatan sayyahina fil ardh yuballighuni an ummati as-salam. Allah Ta'ala has malaika that roam the earth, that move around the earth, move around the earth, move around the earth. And these malaika, wherever they find somebody reciting Duru Sharif, wherever they find somebody reciting salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they convey this durood, they convey this salawat to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are many angels that Allah Ta'ala has appointed in one other hadith which is uh, regarding a'mal in general. There's one hadith where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says that there are the angels appointed by Allah Ta'ala who move around on the streets and on the roads and on the alleys and they are looking out for those homes where there is some remembrance of Allah Ta'ala taking place. The people of, who are remembering Allah Ta'ala, they go out in search for them. And when any of the malaika find some place where there are people gathered or somebody is engaged in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, and zikr here is in a very broad sense. The person who is engaged in tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, that too is zikr. The person who is reciting some tasbihat, that too is zikr. The person who is studying deen, that too is zikr. The person who is advising somebody about deen, there's some deeni talim taking place, there's some invitation to deen taking place, that too is part of deen, that too is part of zikr. So all these forms of zikr, somebody is performing salah, nawafil they are engaged in, whatever form of ibadat they are involved in, all this is within the category of the zikr. So now somebody is engaged in the zikr, so the angel that now found this and found this house where there's somebody engaged in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, he then calls out to the other angels that this is what you are looking for. This is what you have been searching for, you found somebody here now. So everybody comes, huge numbers, and they come and they throng around that gathering, they throng around that person, they throng around that home, and with their wings they surround us, and then this goes all the way up, right up to the lowest heaven. Can we imagine the malaika from somebody's house? Now that whole house has become the house has become filled with the malaika because they are engaged in the remembrance of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. And then from there all the way to the lowest heaven. Now this is something beyond our imagination. Beyond our imagination, uh, such a great bounty from Allah Ta'ala and how easy to gain this bounty. How easy Allah Ta'ala has made it. Be engaged in righteousness. Be engaged in every home should have some time. Everybody in the home, they've got some time set aside for ibadat, for tilawat of the Quran Sharif, for some zikr, for dua, for nawafil. And now imagine if that whole household, in some point of the day, night, some e- part of the evening, everybody is sitting around and they engage in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, whether it's via the talim, whether it's via some durud sharif they are reciting, 
people, everybody is making their tilawad, their tilawad, or they're now engaged in salah. And can we just imagine that situation, subhanallah, we cannot fathom the reality of it, that the angels of Allah Ta'ala are now thronging around that home, and thronging around that gathering, and all the way up to the lowest heaven. This is, we can, we can spend our whole lifetime to imagine this reality, we cannot imagine it, because it's beyond our imagination. What rahmat, what barakat would be then descending, and what kind of peace and serenity would be coming down, now this is that barakat that unfortunately we deprive ourselves. Why? Because in many instances the whole fa- family has gathered around haram. All are sitting and watching something on that screen. All are sitting and engaging in some ghibat maybe sometimes. All are sitting and engaging in some other things that are impermissible. So then here if on this end the malaika throng around that gathering, around that gathering where the remembrance of Allah Taala is taking place, and the malaika call upon one another that here is the place you should come and gather, and then all the way up to the lowest heaven, this is that manner that they now gather. So, if this is how eager the malaika are to come to a place where the remembrance of Allah Taala is taking place, so likewise where the disobedience of Allah Taala is taking place, the malaika all disappear from there. And the shayateen come. The shayateen come and gather in that place. The shayateen come and now make that their home. So when the shayateen have made that place their home, the malaika have left. So where is there going to be that barakat? Where is there going to be that rahmat? Where is there going to be that sukoon and tranquility? Where is there going to be that peace and happiness? We've already chased it away. We've put on the haram, we've switched on the devices, we put on the things that are blaring the wrong things, blaring things that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. We've already switched off all the good and we've switched on all the things that are chasing the malaika away. And what we've switched on is what is the magnet for the shayateen. So now the shayateen come and make that their home. And when they make it their home, so what is going to be the outcome? It's obvious. There's going to be all kinds of uh, problems. There will be no peace. There will be no serenity. Things will be far away from the heart being peaceful and tranquil. Because we've chased the peace away already. So every home should become a home where the malaika gather. Every home should become a home where this rahmat and sukoon is descending. By means of bringing the amal alive at home. Every home should have these amal alive, somebody is engaged in tilawat of the Quran Sharif, somebody in being nawafil, somebody is doing zikr, this time for dua, this time for various amal, this time for ta'aleem, then we'll find inshallah that sukoon that we are so desirous of, that rahmat and the blessings of Allah Ta'ala that we are wishing for, then inshallah this will become part of our household as well. So like that hadith Sharif states about malaika moving around the earth, and walking in the alleyways and the roads, looking for those homes. Similarly, in this Hadith Sharif, a similar thing is mentioned, that, inna lillahi, that, inna lillahi, that, inna lillahi malaikatan sayyahina fil ard. That Allah Ta'ala has angels that are moving around the earth. And what is their job? What is their uh, duty? Yuballighuni an ummati as-salam. That they convey the salam of my ummah to me. 
So one is the person who presents himself at the Rosa, presents himself at the Rosa Mubarak, Mubarak. Man salla alayya in the qabri sami'tuhu. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had explained this in advance that the person who will come and recite salat wa salam at my graveside, I myself will listen to it. Unfortunately, that situation for a good number of weeks has stopped almost completely. Allah knows best whether anybody gets a chance at all. Perhaps somebody that the Haram Sharif is closed and nobody is able to get in, nobody is able to present themselves. Illa mashallah, perhaps somebody who is one of, somebody is in the Haram Sharif, somebody is a cleaner, etc. Allah knows best. What a sad situation that that place where every moment so many hundreds of people are present reciting Salatu Salam directly there. But this was the very great grace and mercy of Allah Ta'ala. That even if a person is not there, while the person who presents his Salatu Salam right at the Mubarak Bazaar of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam at the Rosa Mubarak, right at the Rosa Mubarak he recites his Salatu Salam, then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that I will hear it personally. But, The person who recites it from a distance away, he's out of the Haram Sharif somewhere, he's in another part of the world, so he's also not deprived. Nabi Wasallam says that that gets conveyed to me. So in this Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that Allah Ta'ala has these angels appointed who keep moving around the earth and when they come about, anybody who is reciting Guru Sharif as soon as somebody recites Guru Sharif, they are immediately there to take the Guru Sharif and then convey it to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now, when they take it to convey it to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, conveying it, they bringing it from some part of the world. So somebody is in South Africa, somebody is in some other part of Africa, somebody is in Europe, maybe somebody is in China, and somebody is in Asia, whichever part of the world it might be. Now they are bringing it, obviously they are going to convey it. When something is conveyed, then it is mentioned where it came from. Somebody takes a message to someone, he takes a letter to somebody, he takes a gift from someone. When that gift is presented, then it is also mentioned who who sent this gift. This is a gift. Every ummati that recites Durood upon Rasulullah he is sending a gift. And that is the heart with which this should be recited. Not just in a way that, just for the sake of just getting done with it, but in a manner that a person is presenting a gift to somebody of very high position. Imagine if somebody was given the opportunity to go and present a gift to maybe the president or the prime minister or the king of some place. So now, when he's now, when he's going to present that gift, how he goes about it? Whereas the kings are also, they just like us. These kings are just like us. Here is Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and this is an opportunity to present this great gift, this gift of salawat and guru sharif to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So that is the heart with which this should be recited. And then, with this in mind, this reality that when that guru is conveyed, then the name of the person is taken, that so and person is taken, that so and so, the son of so and so has sent this Guru Sharif. Now a person who recites Guru Sharif once, 
his name gets taken together with that gift being presented that this has come from so and so. It gets taken at the roba of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is being offered that gift of durood and salam with the name of the person, and he recites twice durood sharif, then two times. He recites hundred times, then hundred times, and he recites a thousand times, then thousand times his name is getting taken. And can you imagine, mashallah? There are people who recite 5,000 times. There are people reciting 10,000 times. There are people reciting 20,000 times. So 10,000 times, 20,000 times, their name is being taken in the presence of Rasulullah wasallam by the malaika. So why won't they become beloved to Allah Ta'ala? Why won't they become close to Rasulullah wasallam? So indeed this is the very great way of gaining closeness to Rasulullah wasallam. On that note, what we always keep reminding ourselves of, and we should not forget, that the primary thing is taqwa. Inna awlan nasi bi al-muttaqoon. Nabi Wasallam says, the people closest to me are the people of taqwa. Man kanu wa kanu. Whoever it is, wherever he may be. The closest person is the person who has taqwa in his life. So the primary thing is taqwa. Taqwa is to refrain from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. In what? in every matter of deen, whether it pertains to ibadat, whether it is mu'amalat and dealings, whether it is mu'asharat and social life, whether it is akhlaq, that we don't cross the line of deen and shariat in any, any department of deen, any aspect of life. This is taqwa. And if you make a mistake, we immediately, immediately make amends. We don't just let it be by the way and don't worry about it. No, we make amends. We make toba, we make istighfar. If it is pertains to the rights of people, we sort that out, we've hurt somebody, we seek their forgiveness. So this is the primary thing. And together with that now, this excessive Guru Sharif. And every time this Guru Sharif is recited, the person's name is being taken in the presence of Rasulullah wasallam. Can we, we cannot imagine. So what a tragedy that let alone from home, people are right there in Medina Munawwara, they have gone for Umrah, they have gone for Ziyarah, and even there, the time it is wild away in other things, some small little bit of time is spent in Guru Sharif. Some small little bit of time is spent, little bit of time is spent, little bit of time is spent in Zikr, Dua. And the rest of the time is wild away in other things. What a tragedy. So nevertheless, we have this opportunity here to spend this time, some time in Guru Sharif. Tonight is a night of Jumu'ah. We have this time, which is time, we should try and Spend some time reciting additional Guru Sharif, 300 times at least, 200 times, 100 times at least more. So we try to increase what we are generally doing more than that. We increase that. Somebody recites the 40 Guru, mashallah, excellent. Whatever form of Guru Sharif that has been narrated in the Ahadith of Rasulullah we should be trying to engage ourselves and in this way we can take the innumerable rewards, the great bounties and then in that recitation of Guru Sharif, one is those angels who are conveying it, but this too becomes a means of this great uh, na'mat of Allah Ta'ala, that the angels then surround that gathering, surround that place where the person is engaged in the recitation of Guru Sharif, the recitation of Quran Sharif, etc., and all the way up to the heavens. So this is such a great na'mat and bounty of Allah Ta'ala. So while on the one hand, we should now make it a firm resolution 
that inshallah daily there will be amal in our homes. Daily there will be time for tilawat, there will be time for zikr, time for dua, ah, time for rood sharif to be recited, time for ta'aleem, time for these amal. There is ample time. If we stop bothering about all the other things that are futile, and we cut out all the social media and so on, then we'll find we'll have enough time. The social media has disconnected us from Allah Ta'ala and connected us to all the whole world. So, people are all, people are all, people are all caught up in the connections. And the mobile companies also, they uh, trap us with those kind of slogans, the better connection. Some say the better connection. But that better connection has become a disaster because it's connecting the whole people to the whole world but disconnecting them to Allah, from Allah Ta'ala. Illa mashallah, there are those who know the limits and use it correctly and keep within those limits very well and do not waste, waste their time in the social media just chatting away frivolously and just see and just idly to the extent that there's no time for tilawat, there's no time for zikr, no time for dua. Yes, some limited, controlled manner in which something is just done, and there's some is being done in a way that there's some benefit out of it. It's not becoming a source of any other issues. Then, in some controlled and limited way, that's fine. But where that starts taking over one's life, and how many people's lives it has overtaken? So now there's no time for Duru Sharif, there's no time for Quran Sharif, there's no time for Zikr, there's no time for Dua, there's no time for anything. So now we have to change this. We have to bring the amal back into our homes. And then we will inshallah see the barakat comes. So among the amal, very very important is Duru Sharif. Every day of the week. And especially on the day of Jumu'ah, this must be now given even greater importance. And more Duru Sharif should be recited. Together with the other, other amal of Jumu'ah, the citation of Surah Al-Kahf, that nur that Allah Ta'ala grants a person that extends from the from the ground till the heavens. And this nur remains with him till the next Jumu'ah. From one Jumu'ah till the next Jumu'ah. And nur is nur, it's light. When a person has this light, he'll be able to conduct himself correctly, inshallah. And nur is nur, that nur is with him, that nur will be in his home also. This will create that muhabbat, it will create that happiness. And the recitation of Surah Al-Dukhan, excessive Durud Sharif, various amal of Jumu'ah, so we encourage ourselves, encourage our families, our children, and set some minimum targets. Maximum, there's no maximum of the Sharif, but some minimum targets, at least minimum 100 times a day. And if we don't even have that minimum, then let's start off with 50 times a day, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That 50 times a day won't take one minute. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it'll take one minute or it'll take just a little bit more than one minute, one quarter minute, one and a half minute. That 50 times won't even take one and a half minutes. And can we imagine, imagine how much of time is spent on other things? It's something to be really embarrassed, embarrassed about if we, we don't have time. We don't have time for Duru Sharif. After all, Rasulullah he had so much of concern for us, so much of love for us, so much sacrifice he underwent for us. We don't have time, one minute, two minutes, to recite Duru Sharif upon Rasulullah This is just the starting point. 100 times a day, that's the minimum. And somebody can't even get that going, start off with 50 times. But then gradually we quickly build it up to 100 times, at least bare minimum 100 times a day. But that should then quickly start 
slowly, gradually, if not quickly, gradually, but every week adding another five more, another ten more, and trying to increase the amount of Durud Sharif. As mentioned previously also, this minimum target is what's to be target is what's to be done while sitting in one place, full concentration. Over and above that, the person is traveling, the person is doing some work, the person is busy with their chores, somebody is doing something that they can be engaged in reciting something at the same time. We should take advantage of these moments and keep ourselves occupied in Guru Sharif. And we will see what great barakat, what great rahmat, what great goodness will come from the side of Allah Taala. So, we should make this part of our home, that there is these amal taking place, and inshallah, we ourselves will benefit, others will also benefit. We should encourage others, encourage our family members, encourage our relatives, encourage whoever we can. And inshallah, what good others will do, who we encourage, somebody got active in it, somebody started making those amal, performing those actions, we too will get the full reward. So Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we dedicate our time in a proper manner, in a constructive manner, and especially in this time when we are in this lockdown situation, there is nothing else that we can do. Many of us are, and the majority are in that situation. So now why not spend additional time in ibadat, additional time in salawat on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And this will be such a great asset for us, such a great investment for us. The barakat will come in dunya already, and the great investment for the akhirat. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim Naiman abada Ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi جزاك الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 
اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله ربنا ولنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين ولا تنزع منا صالح ما أعطيتنا ربنا لا تزه قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأبتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان على الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما واجعلنا للمتقين إماما واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم اغفر لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهدي أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم فرج الكرب عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر مستعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله رب